So help me out here, Max. I mean, what are you? Well, I'm not from around here. Who else knows this? No one. What about your parents? We don't tell anyone. So when you healed me, you risked all of this getting out. Yeah. I love that. It's <laughs> so good. Oh it is so good. I know it's only the third episode, but that was so cool. Um, so for those of you, those of you listening, I apologize. We're we're to, we're uh, filming video also along with this, and we had like yeah. a really cool visual effects in the in the opening. So yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we're just geeking out because we love this so 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 very much. But hello, Roswellians. Hello. Yes. Welcome to episode Welcome three. Back. Great episode yeah, three. Episode three of Four Aliens and a Podcast. If you, if you are a Roswellian and you don't know why we called it that, you'll know soon enough. Yes, I was about to give it away by mistake. I was like, oh, wait, wait, don't do that. Um, I was going to say really quickly, at the time as we're recording this now, uh, the show is officially like out Mm -hmm. to the public. Mm -hmm. So uh, the first episode went out last week and um, the second episode just went out tonight. Uh, But yeah, thank you to everybody who's been listening. We had like 100 downloads the first episode. So that's That's like crazy. (laughs) We got some we got some really uh, great feedback and. We got a we got a message on on Facebook. Do you want to so read was, it or wait? Did we decide uh, well, we were going like to read those at the end? Oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, right. it was it was just a nice thing about the music. We were talking about the music being changed um, on the DVDs and stuff. Yeah. So uh, someone was asking me like um, if he could help out with like you know transferring the VHS tapes to like DVD so I can get them off. Oh, that's nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know who you are, Roswellian. Thank you so much for sending yes. us a, a love note. Like, we're looking forward to that. So anybody, yeah. anybody else that wants to send us love notes, also, please, if you could just let us know if we can read read your message on, oh, yeah, that'd be on great. the air. I'm using air quotes for that. But that would be great. <laughs> that way we know whether or not we can share your, your words and your um, love for the show with everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, so shall we dive in? Yeah, okay. let's go right for it. So this episode um, is episode number three, and it is called Monsters. It got a 7.8 out of 10. It aired on the 20th of October in 1999. And the synopsis was Isabel uses her powers to visit Maria in her dreams after she, Max, and Michael begin to fear Maria will not be able to keep their secret. Mm. Mm-hmm. This has to like so deep already. Just yeah, like yeah, that. I love this episode. I watched it twice. Um, when I was yeah. taking, yeah, when I was taking notes because it was just like it's such a good episode, and I can't believe they dive right in so early on in this show. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, I do have some. Oh, I pulled open the quotes instead of the trivia. Whoopsies. <laughs> um. Oh, that's because there wasn't any trivia for this particular episode. Oh, okay. Perfect. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that makes my job easier. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So shall we start with the synopsis? Yeah, yeah. Go for All it. All right. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, do I have that open? All right. You start. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, well, I was just, are we going to start with like what happens in the episode? Yeah, I just yeah. What, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go um, for it. Unless you wanted to start with something else. We're new to this. Oh, we'll no, get, we'll get no, it. no. <laughs> uh, no, one thing I was going to definitely talk about was uh, the beginning of this episode starts off with like Maria in her car. Uh, just yes. driving down the highway and mm-hmm. the song that plays is probably one of the songs that was on the, the dvd that they had to keep in because there's a certain line 
in there that it would make sense if they had changed the song. Yeah, because she's singing along, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah she's singing uh, Christina Aguilera's Genie in a Bottle <laughs> the beginning. Yep. So um, I think, is it on the, I'm pretty sure it's on the DVD still. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, it is. Okay, they had yeah. to keep that one because I chuckle um, every time I see that. You saw that, yeah. yeah <laughs> so like, that was oh. one of the songs they did have to pay for because it just wouldn't make sense if she was just like, you know, dancing to to nothing um but yeah she's on the road driving around and she sees isabel on the side of the road with her car being towed and it kind of starts off with like isabel and maria having this conversation first time they ever hung out and maria is kind of like still freaking out because she learned about these aliens and and she doesn't know how to react and that's kind of where the suspicion she like pulled over though Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, she it's over. nice. Yeah, she yeah. she could have just pretended that she didn't see her or anything mm-hmm. like that, but she pulled over and offered a ride. So, anyway, sorry, mm-hmm. I interrupted you. Go ahead. Oh, no, 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 that, no that's actually was what happened. Um, she, yeah, she pulls over to uh, pick up Isabel, and they kind of, yeah, they're having this weird conversation about like you need to know each other. And then I th- believe that Isabel does something like with her powers or something. Oh, yeah, right? she does 100%. She starts doing okay. stuff in the car and then complaining about the air conditioning. Isabel's actually a bit of a bitch in this in this <laughs> opening scene. Like, I love you, Izzy, but man, what a <laughs> not okay. Uh, but yeah, she, she's like, uh, she leans over, I think, and looks at the cute little alien keychain oh, yeah. that Maria has. And Maria goes, mm-hmm. oh, my mom makes them. And Isabel just like is quiet. And Maria says, I'll tell her to stop. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you know, like I don't have control over that. Um, yeah. But it's it's interesting because a that introduces I bring that up because that introduces Maria and her mother, who we don't meet mm-hmm. for a couple of episodes yet still, but immediately they establish that, you know, they have a relationship and that her mom makes these, you know, quirky, like, UFO and alien um, kind of touristy things for Roswell. Yeah. So, and and that's kind of neat. I, I liked that aspect of her. But, yeah, mm-hmm. she, she immediately, Maria, says, does your mother know? And then uh, Izzy says something like, what, that she does stupid things? Like... Yeah. you know make make stuff and she's like no that you're you know like an alien and Isabel is of course very defensive at first but you know it doesn't mm-hmm. end up going well she ends up yeah. you know trying to turn on the air conditioner and really freaking Maria out and then Maria ends up not paying attention to the road and hitting somebody oh my god this yeah. is, oh she runs into the sheriff right yeah, she runs into the sheriff Sheriff oh. Valenti and oh boy of all the people that she could have run into Fender Dude, bender isn't with the it sheriff. so crazy that they keep just running into him in all these different situations? Yeah, but it doesn't, it still at the same time doesn't feel like it was like ham-fisted in. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, they still yeah. managed to do it in a way that it's like, oh man, it's like that. It's they, I feel like they replicated the feeling of, I can't believe I just got a ticket at that moment. Yeah, moment yeah. with them because you're like, oh no, because the way they do it too is they slowly pan over to his car and you see his boots step out and you're like, uh-huh. no, it's the <laughs> sheriff. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think that's a really, really neat part immediately. Um, and then I just have to say, this, this is one of my favorite lines in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, Maria, when she pulls over the car, she just leans out of the car and is like going home and gestures oh, to yeah. the like rocket. <laughs> yeah. 
which is, I guess, I probably gonna, I why Isabel's a bitch, yeah. but yeah, that's yeah. really one of my favorite lines. I'm glad you actually brought that up because, <laughs> like, I'm watching it now, and that was one of the things, like, oh, yeah, I forgot to say that part where mm-hmm. she's looking at the rocket on the tow car. She's like, go, go. Yeah, um, it's such a good part. I just love Maria and her humor, and, yeah, she mm-hmm. ends up becoming such a... I mean, she's already a fundamental character right now, but I feel yeah. like all the characters do this where they just find their ways into our hearts. Yeah. <laughs> and I love well, her. this episode is like yeah. very hard for me to watch. I love it, but then it's like I like it gets you kind of like confused about Maria if she can actually keep this secret or like yeah. should we be rooting for her? Because it's like she's starting to get really kind of like very suspicious and, and like getting getting everybody nervous. You yeah. know, that's why this episode starts off with like kind of all the aliens being like, we need to figure out if, if Maria's trustworthy because we don't know. Yeah. 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 So it's very hard for me to watch this episode sometimes because it's like, I'm a big fan of Maria after seeing all this has that happened. Yeah. Uh, but she's like dealing with a bunch of stuff that's like, you know, just going crazy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, okay. So they, Maria hits uh, the sheriff and they get into a fender bender. They exchange some information and then, and then they cut to, to Polsky, who we mentioned in last week's episode. She's the guidance counselor and she's doing some career personality tests um, with everybody. And it's actually mm-hmm. one of my, one of my favorite parts in this is the test for Kyle, which, <laughs> um, you know, they go through several different scenes of doing this test, but Kyle like answers things. And then it's supposed to kind of give you, you know, a couple of different career options and mm-hmm. they hand him his sheet and he looks at it and he's like, law enforcement. Are you kidding me? <laughs> is this a joke? <laughs> Which I think is really funny. And if if you're listening to the show and you don't remember who Kyle is, he's the sheriff's son and he doesn't Mm -hmm. definitely doesn't want to follow in his dad's footsteps. So, yeah, yeah, it's really, really funny. Uh, Yeah, I was going to ask, did you ever take those in school like those uh, the job placement tests? I did, actually. And I think I got a lot of did you? Did you know? No, I didn't at oh, all. Oh, really? No. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. No, our school took a couple and I think I got something. I think I got guidance counselor as one. Mm-hmm. And then it was weird because depending on the test, I'd either get like really people person type ones. And then I'd get mm-hmm. other ones that were like, you should be a lawyer or you should do this. And I'm like, what? Okay. Yeah. I've always just been interested in to see how many people actually went in that route that they got yeah. um, the results from that test. I wonder like, what is the percentage of people who actually went for it? Yeah. You know? That's, that's interesting. Yeah. If you're listening we'll have to look and, that. and you took a personality test, please let us know. Cause I'm yeah. curious. <laughs> I want to know. Um, I do have a, I do have a um, clip actually Ooh, okay. for um, this part. Yeah. For a conversation that Topolsky has with Max about stepping out from behind the tree. And oh, yeah, yeah, so important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think this was another one of the, God, this show just does this so well. <laughs> but I think this is another one of those moments where it was, you know, speaking to the character of Max, but also speaking to everybody else who might be, mm-hmm. you know, struggling yeah. with this sort of thing. So. Tell me which character in this picture is the most like you and tell me what they're doing at the park. Probably the one behind the tree. I was sort of kidding. No, that's interesting. That's a hard place to be. I've been behind the tree myself. In college, I barely left my dorm for three years. Then I realized I had gotten myself into this situation where I wasn't really living. I was just going through the motions. And it was really, really risky to change, to get out there in the world. But it was worth it. Yes, it was. 
out from behind the tree, huh? Exactly. You start small. You say, today I'm going to do one thing to get out there. Nothing big, just one thing. And what did you do? Started a conversation with this guy I liked. And that's that little clip there. Mm, but I think that's, that's a... like such good life advice that they threw in yeah. episode three, you know? <laughs> like that's relevant yeah. to me now, you know? I'll be I'll be mm. stuck working or, you know, doing something and you know, those listening that don't know who Brandon and I are or what we do, um, you know, I work predominantly from from home. So it's just like I can go days without going outside if I'm not careful, if I don't force mm-hmm. myself to get out there and, you know, do step out from behind the tree, you know, yeah, go say uh, hi to my neighbor or something, you know, it's so easy to just kind of get absorbed in what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I, I, I could totally relate with that, too. Mm-hmm. Um as like, and I guess uh, a, a quick point that uh, we can mention, if if you haven't seen the show, like Max is very, very sh- like shy, very like kind of, uh, not like sheltered, but he's just like very quiet about stuff and his life is like really not, like he doesn't have it out there. So he's just like, Topolsky is really bringing this, these ideas and thoughts out of his head that maybe you should try to get out there more and, and live your life and not be so scared about everything, which is why I think... Um, I feel maybe this like this conversation with him and Topolsky was probably maybe a turning point for future stuff. Yes. Um, for later. Yeah. yeah I think so too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, one day we'll all be, we'll just be able to say everything. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but this is episode, um, episode three, so we can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was going to say real quick. Uh, when, after that scene happens, like um, Topolsky, like Max leaves the room and Topolsky writes in her like notes for like each student. It's, literally she just writes past secrets. Which is like, yeah. oh. Yeah. That, yeah. And you're kind of like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> who writes that down? Like, oh, gosh. After just yeah. such a silly conversation, too. And not silly, but I mean, you know, you're just, you could be shy. Who knows if mm, you have Yeah, secrets. exactly. Mm. But yeah, it was such a, I forgot about that. I forgot that she did that. Um, but yeah, so immediately after that, the bell rings uh, and Max walks out and, and he runs into Liz and he starts a conversation with her and she's expecting him because every conversation they've had previously is usually related to, you know, either alien thing or there's a purpose to it. It's not just a hello. How are you? So Mm -hmm. I think she's just kind of like waiting for him. And he says, Oh, I'm just trying to step out from behind a tree. So (laughs) in that moment you realize, I mean, it's if you didn't know as if it wasn't obvious already that Max really has feelings for Liz, Mm -hmm. it's real. It's affirmed again here that he still does, even though he's trying to, you know, like be good and not get involved with her because he doesn't want there to be broken hearts in the end. Um, Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, I think the group then discusses uh, how Maria. Oh, yeah. Because in that conversation, Liz says, oh, okay, well, I know you didn't really have a reason to talk to me, but Maria was apparently upset because. Isabel was doing things in her car. So if you could just like oh, tell yeah. her to kind of, you know, maybe chill a bit, that would be great. And then mm-hmm. the next conversation, it's so well how narratively it tells the story weaving through conversations. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. Liz and Max have a conversation where she says, well, I sort of promised Maria that I would mention it to you and hopefully you can talk to Izzy. And then it immediately bleeds into the conversation with the group of Michael, Max and Isabel talking about it. And I have another clip mm-hmm. for that too, because it's pretty important. Oh yeah, um, go for so it. So I'll play that one. Look, Isabel, could you at least try to make an effort? No. Think about it. People see movies with aliens, aliens killing humans evil aliens, green aliens. 
You keep acting that way with Maria, she'll think that's what we are. Yeah, exactly. I'm telling you, this evil alien thing can work for us in this situation. The way to deal with DeLuca is, is to make her sweat, keep her on her toes. Make her afraid of, of my shadow, your shadow, her shadow, Michael's shadow. Right, Michael? Or we could just kill her. Kidding. Put that key away. You want to know, don't you? I mean, you got the bug. We got this key. Now what does this key open? Admit that you have to know that. She stopped with the key. The key means nothing. If it means nothing, then why did it give me a vision the first time I touched it? Because your brain is warped, just a theory. What do you think it means? I mean, it, it's a key. Where could it possibly lead? I'm telling you, the government cleaned out the sheriff's station, and this is the key he kept from them. It's got to be something important. Maybe it belonged to the corpse from 1959. Michael, you're grasping at straws. And I know that. But I say we follow where it takes us. I mean, who knows where we'll end up? Oh, mm. oh my God. Lots of heaven. Yeah. <laughs> and conversation right there. Yeah, exactly. It's just like yeah. they, they just do so much and they, mm -hmm. they do so much in such a short time with this show, I feel like. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, so. just just for reference, uh, the key that they're referring to um, is the key that they found in the sheriff's office from the previous episode uh, where Michael got a vision of this dome area. And they're still trying to figure out where like what what this vision is from. Uh, was Max didn't get it right. It was just no Michael. one got it except for Michael. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So they all like, you know, Isabella and Max are just kind of like, oh, like, you know, forget about it. It's not that big of a deal because, you know, technically they didn't see it. So they don't know if Michael's just like making this up to you know, start trouble, but yeah. Yeah. And then I think, I think there are a couple more scenes now of the personality tests. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it immediately cuts back to more of the personality tests. They're kind of scattered throughout um, the episode as it's, you know, showing what the kids are going through and then also showing, you know, how they have to focus and think about their future and all this crazy stuff. Um, but there is another another moment that I wanted to mention, which is a conversation that Liz has with the guidance counselor because it's in contrast. Oh no, not this one. Sorry. It's the conversation that uh, Isabel has with the guidance counselor. That's in contrast oh, okay. to what um, Topolsky says to Max. And I think that that's, I think it's just super cool. I do have a clip though of um, Liz's conversation with the guidance counselor, because again, it was just so many messages of wisdom and nuggets in this whole episode <laughs> that it yeah it was great so i'll go ahead and play that one too real quick the world is this incredibly mysterious place and science is just this way of figuring it out with science there are answers to everything facts when you're conducting an experiment you're in control of everything so you like to be in control of course you make a lot of plans don't you you've got to have a plan what about taking life as it comes? No. Sometimes you don't have a choice. Oh, so good. Yeah. Oh. This like once again like reinforces the idea that like Liz is she is a scientist and she always wants to be in control. And, yeah. and in the situation with her and Max and like the other aliens, like she is really not in control because she doesn't really know too much about them and their like background and stuff. So it yeah. kind of puts her on this path of like. Kind of, I, I think a little bit conflicting of what she's like used to at yeah. this point. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I think, or what, what she wants or feels comfortable with. So I feel like this whole episode is about 
what what you are comfortable with in yourself and your knowledge of yourself and stepping outside mm-hmm. of that comfort zone. So for Max, it's not being so shy and, and stepping out and talking to Liz. And for Liz, it's being in a situation where she's not in control and yeah. she can't control the, she can't control the outcome. She can only control how she feels about it or what she does about it. Um, and you know, for, for the other characters, it's some other stuff too, but yeah, it's, it's definitely a really neat, way to kick off the series that's for darn sure mm-hmm. um so after this it switches to i believe maria right uh at oh, the well, crash down well, yeah they're at the crash down because yeah. like, uh, like liz is kind of like they show like liz like in charge of this meeting and it's like the that's right the that's right down. that's right yeah. <laughs> and like she has this pie chart of just like the schedules they all have and it's just like very like done very well and everybody's like super bored and they're like this girl really put all this together and we could have just told us when we need to be at work yeah uh, but once again it shows you that like you know liz likes being in charge and making yeah. sure that things go when they need to um and then it's like maria kind of like no i i don't know she kind of makes a face of like she's like very um like inspired i guess a little yeah. bit so maria but supports then, liz so well yeah, like like yeah. loves her um Mm -hmm. it's 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 really beautiful their friendship um but yeah so then it it cuts to them and it immediately shows how liz refuses to like not be in control every second of her (laughs) life which is really funny because i feel like that's that's the case with everybody so you you know you go to therapy and the therapist will tell you something mind-blowing and then it's cut to the rest of your day and you're literally doing all the things you know you're not supposed to be doing um but yeah so i think uh, the next big thing that happens in the episode is that Maria and Liz are working and mm-hmm. the sheriff comes in and Maria gets visibly uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and the sheriff just comes up and says, oh, I I just wanted to get your information for that fender bender that we had, the insurance information. So, you know, we could switch that. But she accidentally says, what can I tell you today, sheriff, instead of what oh, can yeah. I get you? Oh. Yeah. And Liz is like, what? And then Maria's like, you know, she's very uncomfortable stumbling over her words. um, And, you know, she's just very nervous. And that's when it starts in the episode where people are like, oh, and the sheriff knows he immediately Mm -hmm. on his face. You can see he's like caught the scent of something and he's going to keep pestering her for it. Um, Mm -hmm. And then everybody starts to maybe panic a little bit. Um, Well, well, uh, real quick. uh, Yeah. While this is all happening, Isabel's also in the crash out as well. So she like kind of oh, oversees yeah. all the stuff happening. So it's kind of like Isabel at this point is like, okay, so we probably can't trust her. Yeah, we're in yeah. trouble. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. That's right. Because then doesn't mm-hmm. she want to, she wants to use her powers, right? And this is where we first yeah. see her ability to dream hop, which mm-hmm. is really, really cool. Um, so there is something neat though where... I think Isabel comes to Max and it says, you know, hey, I'm worried about this situation. And Max says he absolutely trusts Liz and by extension, Maria. And Mm -hmm. um, Isabel says she's not sure, but that she wished she had someone that she felt that way about the Mm -hmm. way Max just trusts Liz, which I thought when I when I've, you know, I've watched this episode millions of times now, but I've always thought that that was such a strange thing for her to say. Mm-hmm. Um, because doesn't she trust Max and Michael that way, or does she mean it in a significant other sort of way? Do you think? Oh yeah, like I, I mean, I don't know. I, I yeah. would assume. Oh geez, that that yeah. is a good question. Because I mean, they have pointed to the fact that Isabel has like 
been on dates with people and yeah. stuff. So it's not like she's not dating anyone. Yeah. But yeah, that is a good, that's a good little question. Yeah. I don't know how to answer I, that one. The first couple of times I watched it, I, I immediately assumed, oh, she's talking about a significant other. But then yeah. upon rewatching it this last time, I went, oh my God, what if, you know, what if she's just saying that, you know, she doesn't really feel like she can trust Max now that he's like mm-hmm. head over heels for, for Liz. So yeah, I don't know. That's very strange. Uh, anyway, yeah. about Isabel's dream hopping. So Isabel can use her powers to join someone in their dream. She can talk to them and watch, but she can't do, she can't do anything. She can't affect them. She can't do anything mm-hmm. in the dream to change it. She's just an observer. Um, and this is the first time we see that her ability to be able to do this. And the way she does it, I think, is she has to touch a picture of them. So she, yeah. she gets the yearbook out and she looks at a picture of Maria and then kind of touches it and focuses and then falls asleep and, and joins in on her dream. Um, and surprise, she's having nightmares about aliens. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that's what the one question I was gonna ask is mm-hmm. that like I, like I love Isabel's power, but it was just like, how did she know like what <laughs> she could have been dreaming about anything? But it's just like she's so happy to be dreaming about them at that point. I know. Like, I can't even think about my own dreams to even know that I like had a nightmare about aliens or something like that. But yeah. I just thought it was really convenient that she happened to do that, and it yeah. was just at the wrong. She just happened time. to be dreaming about yeah. uh, about them. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that whenever I'm stressed about something, I often will dream about it in an exaggerated way as my brain tries to kind of process my way out of it. So, um, yeah, I can kind of relate to Maria in that moment. Also, mm-hmm. what's funny, though, is that everybody she's dreaming about aliens and she's dreaming about them, but she's dreaming about them as like warped, scary looking yeah. aliens, except for Michael. Michael is oh, yeah. there, human and in a suit. And it's weird. And Isabel is like, what the hell? And then, well, because Isabel shows herself to Maria and she's like, what's happening? And Isabel just tells her, like, I can do this. And which is just going to freak her out more. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, you know, she kind of Isabel looks at Michael and Maria kind of looks a little bit, you know, timid and says it. he may I, may, I feel safer when he is dressed this way. Like, I feel better. Mm-hmm. Um which I thought was a, actually a very profound thing for someone mm-hmm. to say. Um, and yeah, like we could, we could talk, we could just like dive right into where sometimes my brain goes with that scene, but <laughs> we won't, we won't. Um, so, and I think they, I think they um, in, Oh yeah. In her dream, it ends with her reaching out for the sheriff. Cause he's in the dream as well. He, uh, he's yeah, like there. Yeah. And then she's like, sheriff help. And then, um, and then everybody's like terrified that she's going to tell the sheriff. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just really quick, uh, a little small note um, before mm-hmm. that happens is that there's like a, a quick little scene where Max is at the crash down and Maria is like freaking out because like she's doing all these orders for, for work and oh, yeah. um, someone forgets their change. And so Max like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll give the person their change and I'll go take care of it. And so there's a UFO center that's across the street from the crash down. That's so right. this is like Max's like first interaction with this, this museum. So he walks in and he kind of like talks to the owner of it. And this is like kind of a big, big part of, I would say, Oh, definitely the first two seasons or like oh this, yeah this definitely area, the ufo sensor yeah um it's around for a while so yeah. but this is like max's first like interaction with this place so it's kind of important to yeah to note that too and he and i think like 
it's it's really weird because he goes around looking at all of the alien stuff mm-hmm. and you can kind of see him like you can see him feeling really badly as he's looking at these depictions of people, you know, his, you know, family essentially laying mm-hmm. on a table being cut open and you know, he's just kind of having this like, oh, is this what they think of us and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff and just feeling alone and isolated which is just a common theme with with max he just feels alone and isolated and like he can't connect with anybody about who he really is and then he um i think the owner is giving a presentation and max Mm -hmm. just says something like what about 1959 and the owner because he's running a slideshow or something and the owner doesn't know who said it he's like who did that and then he's trying to find out you know who it was and then eventually i think he tells max to come back the next day right for more information or something mm-hmm. yeah yep, yep. yeah that's right you're right i totally forgot about that i was gonna skip right no, over that and that's literally <laughs> that's like such a big that plays such a big part later yeah. um but yeah so then um i have in my notes that next comes the uh computer notes uh results where Kyle gets law oh, enforcement yeah. and he gets upset and Alex gets the psychologist and how Alex is constantly asking questions back whenever she'd ask him a question. And I just put a note down on how I love, I love the, the um, career personality test things that they did in this mm-hmm. episode. It was really, really good. Um, but I do have a clip for what comes next. Yes. Um, and it is Isabel's conversation with Topolsky. Mm. Think about who you are, Isabel, and what's important in your life. And don't forget, there's nothing wrong with just wanting to be normal. Think about... Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So good. So good. So I think... But I guess I should mention that Isabel, throughout this entire thing, is trying... She's... I don't know, putting herself out there. She's the opposite of Max. She's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be a supermodel because I usually get what I want. And, you know, this is it. And then Topolsky says, well, that's really strange for someone who's family oriented, cares about this and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And just like hands her her sheet and looks at it. And then she says, you know, there's nothing wrong with just wanting to be normal, mm-hmm. which is all Isabel really wants, which is the irony there. All she wants is a normal life as a normal girl, um, and she can't because she's an alien. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. She's just trying to blend in by trying to say she wants to be a supermodel and all that stuff. I don't know if that's her strategy. Yeah, that's like that's I guess that's that's just like a hidden theme that like I mean, yeah, she could be just trying to do that to fit in normally or if that's just her or if that's what she thinks normal is or. Yeah, I feel like that's more of a character trait for her. Yeah. Like, I think she does like really want to be like very popular, and because you know she, that's how she just is, like in general. Like yeah. she was like um, definitely one of the popular kids in school. I don't know, she was a cheerleader. I don't know why I was thinking that. That was Buffy. Yeah, um, yeah, but, yeah. But she's like you know, she is to, one of the popular girls for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that mm-hmm. comes up in tension with you know Liz and Maria sometimes because they're not in the super popular crowd, but. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I think Isabel really just wants to have a life and a family and just be normal. Um, and that's and she just feels like she can't because she's again an alien. Yeah. Um so then the next bits of the episode are I think oh you might I might have to tag you in here. I think it's okay. the sher- I think it's the sheriff, right? Uh oh, a little bit right before that. There's yeah. like a scene where uh Max goes back to the UFO center. Um, because the owner had told him to come back um, about more information about uh, mm. 1959. So, That's right. 
Max is trying to figure out like, oh, does he know about the handprint from like the first yeah. episode? When, yeah, from the picture. So he's talking to the owner of, of the UFO center and he's like, the way he's talking seems like he knows a lot of information that like Max is going to find out something. And then um, the owner pulls out a picture and it's a picture of him as a kid, like eating ice cream. And like in the background, there's like a shadow of like an alien, like, like figure. Yeah. And so he was like, you know, this is what started me on this journey of trying to figure out this stuff and, and, and all these aliens. And, and, um, I think he offers Max a job at that point. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I didn't yeah. want to say so earlier, but yeah, he yeah, says yeah. you can, you can work then here. He offers Max a job at that point. And then Max is like, well, you know, I'm not doing anything else. Might as well work in, in the kind of field that I already know about. Yeah. So Yeah. Is this the episode where the confrontation happens where he's like, I swear I will one day look an alien in the face. I may be, oh, yeah, I may be jumping is, ahead. Is it this one? It is, it is the, this episode. Yeah. Oh man. I didn't clip it's, it. It's happening right now. Oh no, I didn't clip it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Listeners, Roswellians, I have failed you because this is one of the funniest fucking scenes in this show. <laughs> and it's when this guy says, and I swear I will one day look an alien in the face and I will say, I told you so. And then it just cuts to Max and he's just staring blankly because he's an alien so yeah. oh god it's so good it's so good it's I so love good this show so much um yeah. but yeah so and then i think the rest of the episode is the tension between um is maria gonna tell the sheriff or mm-hmm. not because i think the sheriff yeah. says why don't you come and talk to me and like i have and sets up a meeting with her mm-hmm. and so then it cuts to liz and Maria talking about and Liz is again trying to be in control of the situation. She's guiding Maria through what she's going to say to the sheriff and, um, you know, what what coming up with quiz questions that the sheriff might ask. And, and mm-hmm. eventually, uh, eventually Maria just, you know, says, I wish you would stop trying to control how I feel. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not you, Liz. And. Oof. Yeah, that's yeah. a crazy. That's, you know, it's yeah. At that point, Liz is like, you know, I can't culture. I can't coach her through this. Like, yeah. she's not gonna listen to me. I'm just gonna have to let her do it herself. And, yeah, and figure it out from there. And she also uh, has to sit with this discomfort of not being in control, which mm-hmm. is the you know the whole thing that Topolsky brought up to her in the beginning. You know, like you have to learn to be okay with not being in control sometimes. And what an important lesson for a teenager or anybody to learn. You can't control how other people feel about a yeah, situation. So, that's true. Yeah. I thought that was really, really uh, We had to mention in this scene that Maria's like wearing like a schoolgirl outfit. Like, Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> where she goes to meet with the sheriff. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I, you know what I think? I'm right with you. Yeah. I'm there with you 100%. I feel like Maria's character, like the character of Maria, Maria picked that on on purpose to look as innocent as possible when she was meeting yeah. the sheriff. <laughs> yeah, she's so, so she, eccentric. Yeah. Yeah. She would do that. Um, she would so, be like, oh. uh, yeah. Uh, she's doing that scene with uh, Liz and talking about what she's going to say. And then I think it goes right. Yeah. It goes right into the conversation with um, her at the. The office with uh, the sheriff. Yeah, I have yeah. I have a clip from that. Oh, perfect, um, perfect. Yep. We've both seen things recently that have made us start to wonder, made us question ourselves, our beliefs. And I think 
And if we share those things with each other, we're both gonna feel a little bit safer. Now, Isabel Evans, she's just a girl. She's a special girl. And what makes her special? Where she comes from. Where is she from? Maria, where are they from? Where do they come from? A very nice family. And like you said, Sheriff, we wouldn't want to destroy any other families in this town, would we? Intense that scene because so it's intense. like even before that conversation happens, like the the sheriff is asking Maria different questions and she's answering completely wrong. Like yeah. she's answering the things that Liz had coached her on, but it doesn't make but sense to what he asked. Her. I actually laugh every time because he's like, What did you uh what did you see? And she was supposed to say just headlights, and I think she said she, I don't know, she just she fudges it and it's pretty yeah. funny. Um, but yeah, you can tell she's super nervous and then he kind of coaxes her into feeling vulnerable and like, like she's going to tell him. And then you see a moment pass over her face, um, mm -hmm. an expression of just kind of resolve. And I don't know, it's something happens and I don't think you know what it is as a, as a viewer until later in the episode when she explains, you know, what made her choose to not say anything, but mm -hmm. yeah, it's just something comes over her and then she wipes her tears away and says from a very nice family and we don't want to destroy any of those. And then just like gets up and leaves. Um, and then I believe the episode then gets ready to close with her driving away. Right. Yeah, yeah. So she's, uh, she's driving, driving away. away, and then once again, Isabel is on the side of the road with her broken car. Yeah, which is the Jeep, uh, yeah. which yeah. is a, Jeep, which is a very Jeep, yeah. common like it's you know it shows up in the show a lot. The Jeep and mm -hmm. its and its uh, constant problems that it has. Um, <laughs> yeah, they, that's a constant in the show. I love yeah. that about this show. They never introduce something that isn't gonna continue to stay. Like they don't mm -hmm. just introduce a Jeep having car problems so that you know, she can be picked up on the side of the road for one episode. They will always have like issues with that Jeep. Um, <laughs> so that's pretty cool. But uh, yeah. So anyway, she picks her up and I think she like pulls over and Isabel hesitantly like looks behind her to see if, you know, the sheriff is behind her. And mm -hmm. um, when she realizes, you know, she's alone, she's just kind of like, you didn't, you didn't tell him. And she says, do you see the army behind me? No, I didn't tell him. And, <laughs> and then I think she says, um, she asks her why she didn't tell her. And this is the last clip I have for today's episode. <laughs> I know I have a lot for today, but it was a great episode. It was good. So. It was good. You're alone? Do you see the army behind me? You lied. Like a rug. Were you scared? Understatement. But... That's when I realized what it's like being you. Oh my god. And this 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 episode ends in such a great way that I loved. It's like um it's Max, uh, Liz, and Michael. They're all like sitting in the school hallway, just like waiting around, like pacing back and forth. 
And all of a sudden you see uh, Maria and Isabel walking in, in into the school and they all like come together and they're just like, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're together in this. Like, don't worry. Maria didn't like tell the truth. I mean, well, she, she did tell the truth, yeah. uh, but you know, like they're all at this point together, they're friends and they're going to have to stick together to keep the secret a yeah. secret. Yeah. so good and i think mm-hmm. they peel away together too oh, yeah, don't they, they? yeah they, they peel away yep. yeah like and they Max just kinda... hugs isabel um liz like hugs uh maria michael they just walks away yeah, yeah. Oh, michael. There's, yeah there's a lot of those scenes that throughout this show that'll show like the the main cast together like in 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 this one big like open scene usually yeah a it's few so times. good it's so good mm-hmm. yeah that episode is so good um, it's one of my favorites. So it's funny because I was filling out the our our bios on the website and mm-hmm. I realized we have the exact same favorite episodes. <laughs> Absolutely the same. I think there's one other one that I included that you didn't or something. But yeah, otherwise they're like identical, um, which is funny because when we get there, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So is there anything else that you wanted to mention for this third episode? Um, no, like, yeah, I think we went pretty much over like a lot of the, the main stuff, especially like the kind of the foreshadowing things that were happening. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I, I I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy I, like, I love, Cause I watched this as we're talking about it too. So like when I get to yeah. re-see it, like as we're talking about it, it's just like, oh yeah, I forgot this happened. I love yeah. this show so much. Um, <laughs> but I think, I think again, it's, it's a lot of the same stuff that I will try really hard not to repeat all of the time, but I just love how this show kind of it's interesting it feels real I would be terrified not to tell an adult if I felt like an actual alien was living among us you know yeah, I I, yeah. I get that I understand that everything's super realistic and mm-hmm. and also everything is you know can be a metaphor for something else you know if your friends are doing yeah. drugs do you you know tell the cops I mean yes you should do that if your friend is in danger. But um, yeah, it's like, it's just, it's just interesting how it presents all of these things that a young teenager might be going through. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's actually in a later episode. So I'm sorry. Oh yeah. 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 Whoops. I I said that, that, but that's okay. Um, But yeah. So should we, should we go ahead and do um, some shout outs and things? Yeah. Let's go ahead. Okay. Perfect. You want to go first? Um, yes. Uh, okay. so, uh, if you all would like to follow me on Twitter, uh, my Twitter is I am Brandon TV. Um, I'll, I'll just say the, the podcast stuff too. Uh, you can find these episodes on four aliens and a podcast.com or you can find it on Spotify as well. Yes. Um, it's on SoundCloud too, right? It is on SoundCloud and okay. we're waiting for Apple to give us the approval. Um, yeah. but it should come through any day now. Um, but if you want, you can check out our Twitter, which we, as soon as we yes. have all of the places where you can listen to the podcast, we will be sure to put that in a tweet and pin it to the top. And yeah, if you want yeah. to watch some of these videos and things like that, I think we've we've decided we wanted to release those on the website. So just remember, mm-hmm. it's com, and we have a Facebook page and all that cool stuff. And also, if you want to tell us about what you loved about this episode, um, we will read your love notes that you tell us we can read um, at the beginning or end of each episode. So if you want to send us some some love or notes or trivia, and we will let the Roswellians out there know. 
<laughs> for yeah, sure. Perfect. Um, and I am Pumpkinberry, and you can find me uh, at Twitter at Pumpkinberry. And I also do a podcast called The Deep Dive. If you're into video games, we kind of do sort of what we're doing right now um, with Roswell, but for narrative um, video games. And you mm-hmm. can find that at deepdivecast.com. Yeah, I think that's it. Oh, yeah. And Four Aliens and a Podcast is part of the Geek Generation Network. And you yes. can check out other really rad podcasts at thegeekgeneration.com. And I think that's that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> yeah.